It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Hit music station F104 Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by motoring journalist with the Irish Times and Complete Car.ie, Neil Briscoe. Hello, how are you? Louise, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. Not at all. So I suppose we've all done it. We've all had to buy our first car, but there's so many questions when you go to do that because it is a big decision. So what is the first thing we should be thinking of? Well, I, the biggest problem for, for people who are starting out on their first car is always going to be insurance. Irish mm. car insurance has forever been way, way overpriced. Um, and the only way to keep the price down to anything even approaching a reasonable number is to go for a smallish car uh, and preferably one with a small engine. Um, you know, between one litre and 1.2 litres is probably the best for most people. With some models, you can stretch it up to 1.4 and still be in a kind of reasonable insurance territory. Yeah. But but ideally, you want to keep it well below that. Mm-hmm. But the, that's that's not the big limitation that it used to be. Cars with small engines are much, much better now than they ever were before. My first car was a Yaris with the one litre. And it's a great city car. Like, it kind of does the trick and it fits in a, into every space. And, you know, I can't complain really for what it is. It does what I want kind of thing. So... Yeah, what, a Yaris are... one liter is that's one of the perfect starter cars because mm-hmm. not only it does it, you know, it has the benefit of having a small engine, so you're keeping your insurance down. It's obviously very frugal with that small engine, so your running costs aren't going to be too high. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Toyota, so it's going to be really, really reliable. You're not going to have to keep forking out to get repairs made as long as you know you start off by buying one that's got a good solid history behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Yaris is a really good, fun car to drive. Uh, people kind of tend to ignore that part or don't even realize that part but when you're when you're starting off with your first car i always think it should be something that's good to drive something that a a keen driver can get on with because the more you enjoy your driving the better you get at it that's true actually that's true and i never even thought of it like that it's so true is there any other brands you'd recommend well it's always best if you want something that's going to be reliable in the longer term it's always best to stick with the japanese brands so Mm -hmm. toyota uh so honda uh, so Nissan, Mitsubishi, that kind of thing. You know, you, you, uh, the Korean brands, Kia and Hyundai, obviously produce very reliable cars as well. Um, if you want to come a bit closer to Europe, Skoda has always produced really solid, reliable cars and a Fabia with a 1.2-litre engine. Uh, some versions could be a little bit underpowered, a little bit sluggish, but nonetheless, they tend to be very reliable and very solidly built. So that's always a good place to start from. And I suppose when you are looking out for cars, should the year be more important or a mileage? 
neither, to be honest. Okay. The most important, the two most important factors that you need to look at when you're buying a car, and this goes for any car, not yeah. just a first car, any second-hand car that you're buying, are condition and history. Mm. Mileage and age are effectively irrelevant if you're looking at condition and the history above all else. If you're getting a car that's in good condition, that it comes with a full stamped-up service record, that it's clearly been looked after mm -hmm. and cared for by its previous owner or owners, and you're going to do the same, then you're fine. Uh, at that point, mileage and year effectively don't matter. It's all about how good an individual car is. And would you, in that case, recommend going to a dealership rather than private sales? Uh, it, it's always a tricky one for first cars because there's no question you want to be keeping the purchase price down as yeah. much as you can because you need to hold back money to pay for the insurance. <laughs> um, and buying privately, you can you can generally find a better bargain than you will from a main dealer uh, or any dealer. But of course, um, there is a backup that comes with buying from a dealer, particularly mm -hmm. if you're buying from a dealer registered with SIMI, the Society of the Irish Motor Industry, okay. because they have to follow a code of ethics when it comes to car sales. They have to stand over the product that they sell you. So if there are any problems... Uh, down the line, then you have somewhere to turn. Obviously, you don't get that with a private buyer. But then again, if you're buying your first car, it, potentially you might be buying from someone you know anyway. So you'll know about the car. You'll know about the history of the car. You'll be able to gauge whether you're buying it from someone who knows how to look after a car and has done so. So buying privately isn't something to be feared, but it is something where you have to take a bit more time and a bit more care to do your homework before you take the plunge. And I suppose I was always told, bring a mechanic with you to check it over. Do you think that's, you know, important to do? Or is it, it, it can It can help. It can yeah. certainly help. But ultimately, you know, a, a mechanic giving a car a once-over isn't going to really tell them yeah. anything that you're not going to be able to spot yourself mm -hmm. if, as, if, as I say, you've done your homework. The mechanics can only tell what's wrong with the car if they actually get it into a garage and start poking around and, yeah. and treating it as if it's, you know, as if it's a job. So really, it's, it's about doing your homework on the car, finding out what the common faults are on the car you're looking at, looking for those, checking the overall condition, and again, checking that history. If a car is coming at you with a fully stamped up service book and every receipt that's ever been gathered for it, you can be fairly confident it's going to be in good shape. My mom always told me never to buy a car with a tow bar. Is that an old wives' tale? <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be. I mean, you know, you, there's, always, there's always some truth in a cliche, isn't there? Uh, and yeah, cars that have tow bars on that are maybe being used to pull a caravan or mm -hmm. maybe even a horse box or something like that. Yeah, you know, there can be a little bit more wear and tear on things like clutches and brakes and gearboxes and so on. It's not, again, something to be feared, but it's something to keep in the back of your mind. And again, it's all part of checking that condition in history, finding out what kind of life the car has had yeah. before you get to it. So I suppose, what are the main tips you'd give to somebody heading in to buy their first car? The, the, the biggest tip of all is to know what you want and know what you're buying and know what you're looking at. So get online, get the car magazines out, get the reviews out, start doing your homework, start finding out what the regular common faults are with each model, start finding out which the models are that are the most reliable overall, and then start shopping. I mean, obviously, that's going to be pretty tricky at the moment, but you know, when we can get back out again, get out onto the forecourts, start doing some test drives, start to get to know the vehicles that you want and that you're looking to buy. And then when you find the right one, you'll know it. You'll, you'll have that information in your head and you'll be ready to buy when the right car comes up. And it's very true because I saw two cars. They're pretty much identical. I think there was a difference in years in them or something. 
And when I drove them, I di- I was like, this is definitely my car. I think it was because it had like buttons on the steering wheel or something very ridiculous. But there was just, you know, <laughs> there's that moment of this is the one rather than that one. So if you do sit into it and give it a bit of a spin, even around a car park or something, you definitely get a vibe for the one that's for you. Yeah. And, and, and you know, car companies, when they're talking about selling you new cars, they always say and they always tell us it's that first few minutes. It's mm. that first hundred, hundred meters even of driving a car, you know whether it's a car you're going to like or not. And that kind of plays into used car purchasing and first car purchasing as well. If you're driving a car that's in really good shape, that's really been well looked after, um, and, and that you like, you're going to know that pretty quickly. Uh, and so, yes, it's important to you know tick all the boxes, mm-hmm. do all your checks, be careful and be patient. But yes, ultimately, you will know pretty quickly when a car is good and when it's one that you want to buy. Fantastic. So how can people keep up to date with what you're up to and what you're talking about? Well, you can always uh, check me out. Uh, we're on the uh, Irish Times and mm-hmm. uh, you can buy the paper. Obviously, the motoring section is in there every Wednesday or we're always online on the website, irishtimes.com slash motors. And you can also find my work uh, on completecar.ie. Fantastic, Neil. Thank you so much. Thanks very much, Louise. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.